Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, everybody. We'll take a look at the legislative session on redistricting and vaccine mandates. And we'll talk about a 60-year-old mystery that's been solved. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. The Alabama House of Representatives approved a proposal to realign Alabama's congressional districts to reflect population shifts in last year's U.S. Census, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. 65 to 38 was the vote Monday night, with 11 Republicans joining the Democrats in opposition. Representative Mike Holmes, a Wetumpka Republican, was one of those who voted against the plan and said he did so because the process needs to slow down a little. Now, the point of conflict here is that there would still be one majority black district in the state under this proposal. That's District 7, with a big swath of black belt counties and parts of Jefferson, Montgomery, and Tuscaloosa counties. The whole district would be 54% black. All the other districts would be at least 63% white. Democrat opponents of the plan say that makes it too difficult to have more than one black congressional representative from the state. Some would like to see two districts with black people making up more than 40% of the population. They say to give the black favored candidates a better shot in two districts. Note, that also would mean that the Democrat Party would stand to pick up a congressional seat. So that's essentially calling for the party in power in the state to change district lines boldly enough that it would likely cost its national party, which is not in power, a seat in Congress. The GOP proposal now moves to the state Senate. The current Alabama legislative session was called by Governor Kay Ivey to address redistricting, and House Speaker Mac McCutcheon said going into the session that he didn't expect the House to consider any bills related to the vaccine mandates. But many folks would like to see those expectations challenged. AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that Alabama lawmakers have introduced a dozen bills that have the intent of restricting vaccine mandates. President Joe Biden's vaccine mandate applies to businesses with at least 100 employees and also to federal workers and contractors. The governor and the state attorney general have announced they've joined with officials from other states to try to block the mandate in court. As for the bills currently in play in Montgomery, there are a variety of tacks they take, some even going beyond COVID-19 vaccines and addressing vaccines in general. Now keep up with which ones may shake out in the coming days on al.com slash politics or by following the al.com Facebook page. The victim of a fatal Bibb County, Alabama car crash has been identified. 60 years after the teenager died, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. Danny Armand Trout hitched the ill-fated ride on March 27, 1961, on Highway 25 south of Wilton, Alabama. He had managed to tell the driver that he had run away from home after his parents separated when the car hit a guardrail near River Bend Bridge and fell into the Cahaba River. The driver survived, but just didn't have enough information on the boy to help authorities track down his identity. Now, 
the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, supplied the funding to exhume the boy's body in 2016 in an effort to use DNA evidence to figure out who he was. The remains ended up at the University of North Texas, but researchers there were never able to extract DNA from the bone samples. Then last year, Colleen Fitzpatrick of Identifinders International got in touch with Bibb County Coroner C.W. West. That group got involved, and fast forward in a bit, a different process was used in labs in Utah and California. DNA was extracted, and it turns out that Danny was from Miami and was 15 years old at the time of his death. He had been born on December 28, 1945. His parents split up, and Danny, his mom, his stepdad, and two brothers moved to Tennessee before he ran away. The Identifinders International managed to find an older brother who had been in the Army at the time of Danny's disappearance and now lives in Florida. But the researchers have more work cut out for them. A third brother, who would be 79 years old today, also ran away from what seems to have been a really unhappy home. Now that brother was never seen again by any of the family. The group does plan on trying to locate him. But back to Danny. There's a headstone in a cemetery in Centerville, Alabama that reads, Unknown, killed in automobile accident March 27, 1961. Unknown in life, but recognized in death. And it'll soon bear the name of Daniel Paul Armantrout. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you can. We're on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Thank you.